Hello and welcome to the Access Baseball Podcast. I'm your host, Vinny Misana, and we're very excited. We're just starting up a new season of the podcast. Uh, this, this season, we're going to be broadcasting live from Showtime Athletics, the brand new Showtime Athletics in Holbrook, New York. And tonight, our very, very first guest is Brady Clark. Brady's a pitcher at, and a quarterback at Bayport Blue Point High School, just recently committed to St. John's University, one of the top pitchers and quarterbacks on Long Island. But first, a quick message from our sponsors at Vitality Center. No matter what level you play at, everybody wants to be their best. Elite-level athletes have a team around them to help them excel in every facet of the game. If you've ever wondered how you can have the same level of attention that world-class athletes do but without breaking the bank, then the Vitality Center is your answer. Our team of specialists can get back, get you back in the game quickly and safely and keep you at your best throughout the season. Their holistic one-stop shop can address the physical and mental parts of the game to help you gain the advantage you need to compete with the best. Conveniently located in Comac, New York, right off of the LIE in Northern State, the Vitality Center is ready for you. To learn more, go to VitalityCenterLI.com or give them a call at 631-864-2784. So real quick, Brady, I mean, How's your body feel? You're playing football and baseball, two football seasons in the same calendar year. I mean, you probably need a break at this point, right? Yeah, it's it's starting to get a little rough right now, but I'm going. I'm doing physical therapy a lot, like a little, just a little recovery, get my body going, feeling better. If and someone would have told you last year that you were going to have to have two football seasons in one year, do you think you could have did that? Yeah, I think I could have. Just like kind of figuring everything out, like how to manage it, which I like started to figure out over the two seasons mm-hmm. helped me a lot so I, I think I could have done it do you think it's a little bit easier being the quarterback as opposed to maybe the beating that like the um you know the the skill position players <laughs> yeah because in practice I tend to stay away from the hitting a little bit so yeah <laughs> it's nice to kind of lay back and yeah to, I get it I imagine the running backs the linebackers you know wide receivers that's got to be pretty difficult so um how do you manage your time like during the year because in addition to getting ready for you know each each game, you also have schoolwork, and you also have you know you're you're gonna want to keep your mind right, your mind sharp, so you can't be you know burning the candle on both ends. Is there um, you know a certain regimen that you've been following just to kind of stay uh, stay at your at your best? Yeah, I try to keep like some time to myself, obviously with all the even with all like the practices and all the schoolwork. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, some like times I've had some late nights. Mm-hmm. Doing school, doing schoolwork, but I try to manage it and kind of keep it everything balanced. Yeah, and now you play for Body Armor, and they're definitely one of the top teams, um, you know, on the East Coast, let alone in New York. On the various rankings, you guys are always uh, number one in your in your age class. Um, tell talk a little bit about that group of guys, and and specifically this summer, you know, the experience that you guys have had. Uh, I think we we had a really really great group of guys this summer. We kind of like mix up the team a little bit. We had a, we saw a bunch of new faces. Everyone kind of came together well. In the begin the first couple of tournaments it was a little shaky, but as we got to know each other and kind of grow, we really started to play better. Especially in East Cobb and Georgia, where that's when we really really figured everything out. Who were some of the uh, the key contributors from the team? Uh, well, we had Esteban Garcia. He's going. He's third base. He's going to BC. Joe Yovino, new catcher we brought in. He committed to Elon. He's probably one of our best hitters. Mm-hmm. Eric Paulson. First baseman. Yeah, just committed to Stony Brook today, actually. Yeah, he he, he, he couldn't really throw at the beginning of the year. He just came off a like an injury, mm-hmm. but he he raked the first tournament and just kept that going through the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. And then Charlie West, he threw really really well for us the whole year. 
Matt Queen threw really well for us the first couple tournaments, but then he got a back injury, which kind of sidelined him. And then I wouldn't say we had any more like big players, but it was kind of like every game someone else would like show up. Like one like one game, like one guy would show up, go two for three, have like three RBIs. Yeah, just, just like a team uh, contributions all over the place. Um, and Charles, I should mention, he just committed to UConn, yes. I believe, uh, in the last week or, or two weeks ago. Um, what was your What was your favorite trip that you that you went on um, over the over the last couple of years? Now that you've been playing high level travel baseball, uh, definitely Georgia this year. It was just the most fun to play, like the atmosphere and just being around the team and hanging out with all my friends was probably the best. Does it get a little nerve wracking when you go into an atmosphere like that? You know, you, you hear about it so much, and then you get there and there's hundred hundred schools. There's you know division one player on the other team at one position at another like just up and down the lineup do you find that it's a little bit overwhelming at first and then you and then it takes a little bit to to kind of settle down yeah it's like it's funny because you like look at some other teams rosters and they just have some like like ridiculous like commits and players but then Mm -hmm. you gotta real like we realize that like we're just as good as them so you kind of like calm down a little bit and it was also really really nerve-wracking just having all those schools watch like watching it Mm-hmm. Especially at the main complex, when there were a lot of schools there. Oh, you got to play at the main yeah. complex. Yeah. So what is that like? Um, just like aesthetically, is it? Um, is it a, a? It's a pro complex. Yeah, it's really really sweet. I mean, we kind of played on like one like the one field that's kind of away from everything, mm-hmm. mostly. But I really I, I really really liked that field I pitched there. Mm-hmm. It was just a great atmosphere. And uh, did it take you a little while to settle in, or do you feel like after the first pitch you were? At yeah, your yeah the first inning I was definitely a little nervous and kind of like not, yeah, not jittery. my best. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, as the game went on, I definitely got better and awesome. stronger. And now, um, staying on the topic of travel ball, your team put themselves on the map. Uh, 2017, I guess, when you went to Cooperstown and did the unthinkable, uh, winning it all as a New York team. Which, I mean, I played in that. A lot of people played in Cooperstown, and you, you kind of get humbled when you go on a trip like that because you think you're good. You know, maybe your best team in Long Island or New York, and then you face you know, the say hey kids from California and you lose 30 to nothing. And you guys won. That did not happen. So w- what can you tell our audience about your experience there? I'm sure you have pretty fond memories, even yeah. though it was four years ago. That was definitely the best baseball experience of my life. I mean, it was just, like, awesome playing every day, like being around it, kind of like Georgia, but even better. Mm-hmm. Kind of playing. And just like, We did destroy some teams, but we also had some really, really good games, especially our last two games. Mm-hmm. Our semifinal game, we played a team, the Eastern Mass mm-hmm. All Stars. They had like some like like they were, like all their kids threw like seventy five miles per hour or more <laughs> at twelve years old. <laughs> and one, one kid who like with like a beard pitching against us, so it was, it was <laughs> definitely tough. Yeah. And then the last game, it was just a sick atmosphere. They had a huge stadium of like probably a thousand people. Mm-hmm. Everyone who like was pl- who was still there and played it, all the parents and everything were there. Mm-hmm. So it was really really cool, just like having like that stadium atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Who got who got the win in the championship game? I believe it was Dylan Banner. Oh, it might have been John Downing. I think he it was Downing, Dylan. actually. I saw the Downing, video. Or Downing maybe got he came the in a relief. It might have been Dylan Banner who got the win. And John Downing got the infamous close. Yeah. The infamous strikeout. And who got the uh, the game-winning hit? Was it like a late-inning hit, or was it early uh, on? Dom Scalia. He, he, was, he just played for that tournament. He okay. had a grand slam. It was a tie game. A grand slam in the championship He had a grand game. slam in the bottom of the fifth, I oh, think. Oh, man. It doesn't get too much more exciting than that. That's really cool. Well, I can't imagine that many baseball experiences are going to top that, but who knows? I mean, you play for Bayport, and they won uh, 
two state championships in 2013 and 2014. I know you don't remember that, but it wasn't that long ago. People like me, you know, do do uh, pay attention to these things, and they have a lot of talent. So tell us a little bit about the 2022 Bayport Blue Point Phantoms. You guys have a good, uh, you guys, uh, got a good group of players. Yeah, we we were good last year. We kind of have the the same, pretty much the same team except for Luke Chartner, who was the league, league, MVP, league MVP, silver slugger. Yeah, that's and a big loss. Or, Charlie Arant, who's going to St. Joe's. So th those are two definitely big losses, but the rest of the team is coming back. So mm -hmm. I think we'll be right around where we were last year, if not better. Mm -hmm. So nowadays it seems like a lot of athletes at a younger age try to focus on one sport. Do you feel like it was important for you to, to you know, play football for as long as you can, as long as you're allowed to play? Yeah, definitely. It was like I, re I really, really love football. I enjoy football, so I definitely wanted to take it as far as I could go. I've done some camps. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, like I work with the quarterback coach still, just trying to improve, and ultimately win a county championship. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So running a little bit low on time, so we'll do kind of like a rapid, uh, you know, first thing that comes to your mind. Favorite pregame meal? Mm. We'll do water and a Cliff Bar. <laughs> that is as boring <laughs> as it gets. I love it. <laughs> Damn. All right. Favorite musical artist? <laughs> Biggie. Okay. Well, nice. Go back. <laughs> uh, favorite type of, or let's say your dream car. Dream car. Mm, Ford Bronco. All right. Favorite player in Major League Baseball. Jacob Degrom. Awesome. Best fan. Me too. And um, last one. Favorite experience. <clears throat> favorite Major League Stadium that you've been to. I've only really been to City Field, so that's definitely my favorite. But so by default, yeah. Favorite, <laughs> the one I want to go to most is probably Oracle Park. Oh, uh, San Francisco. Francisco. Yeah, that's a yeah, beautiful one. Sick. Awesome. And let me see if we have any other ones. I think that is it. You are off the hook for tonight. Thank you guys again for tuning into the Access Baseball Podcast. Thank you for show. Thank you to Showtime Athletics for hosting us, and thank you to the Vitality Center for sponsoring us.